Hello, everyone. Welcome to this bonus podcast of Legends of Surgery. I'm your host, Tyler Rouse. This is the second bonus episode that I wanted to do, this time to celebrate 25 episodes completed. As always, I am grateful and overwhelmed by your support. Thank you, everyone. A happy Labor Day to my American and Canadian listeners, and I hope everyone enjoys this bonus podcast. So first off, I want to say that this podcast is on the Catholic patron saints of surgery, and only two of them at that. It seems from my research that the concept of patron saints which are protecting or guiding saints of a person or place, and there seems to be hundreds of them for just about any eventuality you can think of, is a uniquely Catholic one. If anyone else knows differently, or knows of a version of patron saints of surgery from another religious tradition, please let me know by email or Twitter, and I promise to cover it in a future episode. Now, having said that, I just wanted to do a fun podcast on a more lighthearted subject, and regardless of your personal affiliations, I do hope you find this interesting. So to begin, the saints Cosmos and Damien are subjects today, are not the only patron saints of surgery, as the Apostle Luke and Saint Pantaleon and others have also been mentioned. And that's not to be confused with patron saints of surgery patients, or for patients with specific illnesses, or for general healing and recovery. Like I said, there are a lot of patron saints. Anyways, let's go over the story of Saint Cosmos and Damien. The origin story is that they were twin brothers born in Arabia in a small community called Aegea on the border between Turkey and Syria sometime in the 3rd century. Now, both parents were Christians, and the twins studied medicine in Antioch, a city founded by one of Alexander the Great's generals and an important part of the Roman Empire, at one time reaching a half a million inhabitants. They practiced medicine in their community for many years and refused payment for their services. This earned them the nickname an Argyroi, after the Greek word for silver, Argyros, and the prefix an, meaning not or without. So for chemistry lovers, the periodic table symbol for silver is ag, which comes from this Greek word. So around this time, the Roman Emperor Diocletian, the 51st emperor who reigned from 284 to 305 CE, had ordered the persecution of Christians. A quick side note here, you may have noticed that I use CE as in Common Era. This is part of the BCE slash CE designation, meaning before Common Era and Common Era, that has come to replace the more familiar Christian BC and AD, meaning before Christ and Anno Domini, year of our Lord, that was typically used in Western literature until recently. A change that is not without controversy, but I digress. So the brothers were arrested, brought before Lysias, the governor of the Roman province Cilicia, where they lived, and ordered under torture to recant their religion. As with most Christian martyrs around this time, they stayed true to their faith despite being hung on a cross, stoned, shot with arrows, and thrown into the sea. Now, some traditions claim that they suffered no injuries from this torture. They were then executed by beheading along with their three brothers. The twins' bodies were taken back to Cirrus in northern Syria for burial. Eventually, patients started sleeping near their tomb, in search of healing, not an uncommon practice back then, when patients would sleep in a temple, and in the morning the priests would interpret their dreams and give a prognosis and prescription. So as time went on, their names grew in fame, with the Basilica of Saints Cosmos and Damien built in Rome by Pope Felix IV in the early 500 CE. For those of you that may be wondering how we went from torturing Christians to death in the backwaters of the Roman Empire, to building shrines to them in the capital in less than 200 years, the short answer is Emperor Constantine the Great. He reigned from 306 to 337 CE, so the twins just missed him, but he decided to stop the persecution of Christians, a turning point in the history of early Christianity, opening the way for it to become the dominant religion in the empire less than a hundred years later. By the Middle Ages, the remains of Cosmos and Damien had been widely dispersed, traveling to Bremen and Munich in Germany, with the skulls eventually coming to Madrid, Spain. 
A pathologist examined these skulls in 1935 and concluded that they belonged to men over the age of 50. So their connection to the sick began early on, but their direct connection to surgery has an interesting story. So Louis IX of France ordered the surgeons of Paris to organize and improve their training and standards based on the poor care he had witnessed during the Last Crusade. The group met at the Church of Saints Cosmos and Damien and called themselves the Confraternity of Saints Cosmos and Damien, which later became known as the College of St. Combe, and in 1724, the Royal Academy of Surgery. Now in England, the Saints Cosmos and Damien were the patrons of the Company of Barbers of London as early as 1308. As a side note, the history of barbers and surgeons is a great one. I'll cover this definitely in a future episode. Anyways, the twins were actually featured in the coat of arms given to the Company of Surgeons of London in 1492, and are in the coat of arms of the Royal Society of Medicine. And the Catholic Association of Doctors of Medicine in Great Britain was formerly called the Guild of St. Luke and St. Cosmas and St. Damien. So at this point, you may be asking yourself why these two in particular were associated with surgery. Well, the answer lies in what is known as the miracle of Saints Cosmas and Damien. Here's the story. So remember the basilica in Rome named after them? A deacon who worked there named Justinian had a diseased leg and was near death. After praying to his patron saints, he fell asleep in the church. The twins appeared to him in a dream, carrying their instruments and salves. They amputated his leg and Cosmas asked, what are we going to use to replace the diseased flesh? And Damien answered, The body of a Moor, which referred to a Muslim person from Northwest Africa, was buried today at the cemetery of St. Peter. It is still fresh, and we can use it for this poor man. So in the dream, they went to the cemetery, opened the grave, cut off the Moor's leg, and attached it to the stump of the deacon. And according to legend, the next morning when Justinian awoke, his diseased leg was now strong and healthy, but black. He went to St. Peter's and found that the Moor's grave was open, and a diseased white leg lay next to it. Strange, I know. So the twins, and their miracle, captured the imagination of artists for centuries, so I'll post some pictures for those curious. As I said at the beginning, it's sort of a fanciful topic, but interesting, and I'd love to know about other sorts of characters considered to be guiding spirits for surgeons from other religious or cultural traditions. And as an FYI, the twins' feast day appears on the Western Church calendar of saints on September 27, which is a special date to me. Well, that wraps up another episode of Legends of Surgery. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, don't worry, I'll still be putting out the regularly scheduled podcast, next Friday, as mentioned at the end of the last podcast, so watch for that. Please rate the podcast on iTunes and leave a comment there, or follow me on Twitter at Surgery Legends, like us on Facebook at Legends of Surgery, or send an email to legendsofsurgery at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you about your thoughts on this podcast or ideas for future episodes, and as always, thanks for listening. Thank you.